Welcome to the By the Hood podcast. Before we start this episode, could you do me a favor? Could you rate and subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts? And also, could you subscribe to our YouTube channel? That's at youtube.com slash by the hood. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast or webcast because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host as always. My name is Jimmy. And as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. Just want to say thank you to all of our supporters out there, people that have purchased in our merch, our courses, that watch our show, that share our videos, share our audio, anything you do to support us. We want to start off by saying thanks because it's definitely appreciated. It's hoodie season, so I see a lot of you guys have been on the site copping the hoodies, and we want to say thank you. We definitely appreciate all the support and love. I'm joined by my co-host, as always, my brother Corey. Corey, what's up, brother? I'm I'm living a life, man. You know, everybody, you know, don't get to, you know, live out their life the way I do, man. So, you know, I appreciate every day above the ground. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Listen, so um, for those listening, maybe for the first time, who don't understand what it is that we do here, our platform is designed to highlight brothers and sisters that are doing positive work in the community, building businesses, investing, whatever it is they're doing. We want to make sure we highlight them and let them tell their story. Um, and this is a, a, a should be a very great episode because we have a brother that's going to join us um, who works in the graphic arts, right? So he has his own comic book brand, right? So um, we have Lonzo Starr, who is the founder the president, the big kahuna of Concrete Comics, man. What's up, Lonzo? What's going on, everybody? It's Lonzo Star, Concrete Comics. Yeah, Come man, on. that hoodie is fire, by the way. Dope, dope hoodie. Right, 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 right. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not often that we see a, a black-owned comic brand that, that that's as powerful and as is, is rugged as yours. I love your art, um, your art, your writing, everything that you got uh, within your brand, but Let's take it back to the beginning. Um, let's tell us about your history. Where are you from? Where'd you go to school? And, you know, um, let's talk about you. So, right, currently I live in Jersey, um, but I'm from Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I grew up in uh, Lansdowne, went to Penwood High School, Penwood East, all the good stuff. Um, I ran around the neighborhood and, you know, Darby, Yaden areas, played a lot of ball, you know, normal stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got you. Were you always into uh you know uh comics or graphic novels even as a young man? Oh yeah, I was definitely um you know ever since I was younger, I was always into comics and, and cartoons. Um it was always a part of my life. I did used to draw when I was younger, but you know, when you something about junior high, like I kind of jumped out of the um the graphic scene and drawing, kind of got more into sports and dancing, so I lost my love for it for a while, but uh, a few years ago, you know, something just sparked in me and, you know what I mean, it just hit me full speed. So I just kept my foot on the pedal and now I'm Concrete Comics with some comic books out, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. That's that's dope. That's absolutely dope. So along your journey, you said you uh, lost love for it because, you know, sports and what have you. Was it something particular or something you read or something you saw that kind of sparked your passion back? Um, or, so, you know. So Concrete Concrete Comics is a brand of concrete music. So I'm a music producer. I'm, I'm a music artist as well. And um, 
I always would throw like little superhero um, quotes in my rhymes and my bars. I would even sample old cartoons, stuff like that. But um, I was, uh, I had made this song called Clark Kent like in um, 2014. And for some reason, um, I knew not to put it out. Like for the project I was building, it just wasn't like the timing didn't seem right to put it on there. And when I made the song, it kind of um, st stood out from everything else that I made. So um, I waited. I just sat on the song 2014. Then 2016, the uh, Superman versus Batman movie came out. And I was like, dang, it was like it was like almost perfect that I was sitting on the song. You know what I'm saying? To to uh, put it out, because when that movie came out, I was able to use the promotion and marketing of that movie to market my song. So it kind of okay. made my song blow up because everybody was already Googling and typing in Superman and Clark Kent and Batman. So when I had that song, Clark Kent, it kind of just flowed right in there. And um, I me, mean, I'm big on being independent. So I know the importance of marketing and promotion. So I'm always out there on the streets. Um, so when I made the Clark Kent song, I thought, what's the best way to get this to people that, you know, know about Clark Kent and really love him because you know what I'm saying the most most average um rappers I would say in in Philly area don't really dive deep into the the comic book realm you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. so I was like okay where can I find the right audience and um that was the first time I went to a comic con and I went to a comic con with flyers and I had a bunch of CDs in my hand me and a couple of the uh, fellas and um that was my first time going to a comic con and it like blew my mind like all the love for comics just came back because I was like, I was in an atmosphere where it was nothing but that, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And that wasn't even the, the true spark. After my promo campaign for Clark Kent, I was going ham. I had artists draw me as a uh, as a uh, cartoon character in a comic book. It was, it was almost like that song was the catalyst to make me the person I need to be to do what I'm doing now, you know what I'm saying? Because okay. I, I really didn't plan to be making comics. That was never my plan, ever. I never thought it was possible until my boy one day sent me a video on Facebook. It was like a little animation video of just a, uh, some superhero that I never knew existed. Um, his name was Dark Eagle. And it's funny because the dude that created that is actually from Philly, too. So okay. me being the the music producer in my head, I was like, yo, I got to contact this guy, this guy and make a theme song for him. So, um, you know, I, I searched, I looked for his name, looked for his email. I finally got to contact him. I said, hey, my name is such and such. I want to make a theme song for you. So he told me, I don't need no theme song. I'm good. And I was like, nah, nah, bro. I'm not charging you regardless of whatever it is. I just want to make one for you. You can do whatever you want with it. So long story short, he said, okay. Go to make a theme song. So I asked him for his script and and you know just any information on the character so I could write a, a proper song, right? And that's what uh sparked me was when I was able to see the script, how it was written. And I was like, dang, like a guy from somewhere I'm from is doing something I thought I could never do in my life. And he's just a regular guy like me making an independent comic book, and that was like after reading the script, seeing the blueprint of how it's done and what I need to do, when I got done a song, he loved the song, by the way. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> on the video right now. Okay, is, I'm gonna definitely send you that too, man. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll put it, I'll put it in the link. I'll put the link in there for people to see it. Right. So, um, 
after seeing the blueprint of Dark Eagle and how it worked and how to how to um, make my own comic book, that's when the research started coming in. I started figuring out like, all right, how does this work? Do you, do you get an artist? Do you get a colorist? Do I got to draw it myself? I just started figuring out everything. And once I gathered all the information I needed, I was able to um, start developing my own character. And since I already had Concrete Music, it's still you know a company that's still uh, moving. Everything I do is my brand, Concrete. So I decided to make Concrete Comics uh, another department. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And uh, I just started going hand from that point. But it was, it was like all of it was like preordained, man. I made that song. I sat on the song, waited for the moment, went to a Comic Con. Then I found a guy that was just an independent African American young man making a comic book, and I thought that was the dopest thing I ever seen in my life, and it blew my mind. And I had to know how we did it because I had to do one. And now I'm, I'm knee deep, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, a couple of things. I'm a t- first of all, that's a dope story. A couple of things I took from it. One is that you are a hustler. Right, you you figured right, out right. independently how. To, yeah, you wanted to get in front of the people, put your product out there. Like, the hustle was there. Once you saw that, you know, okay, this is how it's done. I could do this too. Um, so you know, I think that's dope to show that first of all, you're already a hustler, which is a plus in anything that you do. Um, number two, you talked about seeing someone that looked like you doing something, and that gave you the kind of confidence to say, I could do this too. That's kind of like what our whole platform is built around talking to people from various industries to show to the people out there. Like, you know, there might be somebody who's going to watch this and see you and say, man, there's a a young black brother with a comic, a whole business around creating comic books. I can do that, too. So representation matters. And that's pretty dope. Um, And it's funny because I didn't even know that the whole the whole backstory of the record label. But now it makes sense because I like like I said, I was watching some of your moves online. And I'm like, then they move like a record label. Like I saw y'all at the various <laughs> events with the T's on and all the marketing. I was like, yeah, they team move like a marketing, like a record label, but they marketing comics, which is kind of dope. Um, so yeah, man. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, it, it, it was kind of like the music. Um, being being into the music was kind of like it built me up for the marketing and promo of what I got to do because it's it's the same as the music industry man is it's just different names you know what i'm saying and different mm-hmm. terminologies but the way you get yourself out there it's the same way but it's easier because in music you know it's harder to get somebody to click play you know what i'm saying yeah. it's way harder to get somebody to take the time out of their day to listen to your song but if i walk up to you with a dope picture you're gonna look at it and be like oh what is that you know yeah. what i'm saying so once i get your eyes i can talk to you now you know what i'm saying yeah and for the folks out there listening or watching, I'm going to put links to, uh, you know, um, you know, their social media and everything. I want you to go take a look because this is high quality stuff, right? A lot of times yeah. when we say independent, people don't understand. Like, your stuff is high quality. Like, first thing Corey uh, said when I sent him um, the information, he was like, "Damn, like this is this is dope." Like, you know, right, right. and I, and I know that you said you love, you do a lot of the writing and you hire like you know you have a whole team behind you. Um, but how do you go about finding like graphic uh, artists that are that dope? Like, is it like an auditioning process? How do you find your, your team? How'd you build your team? Well, I'll start from the branding ass point. My wife, um, she's definitely not going to get on camera. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but, <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. She, she is actually uh, a designer. She designs logos, brands, and um, she's actually a fine artist and everything like that. You can actually follow her at um, chaoticcoco.com, but 
she's the she's she created this right here. Okay. So this was the beginning. You know what I'm saying, and when I was when I was doing my music heavy, my biggest seller was the shirts. People for some reason people just really love this design. So mm -hmm. when I started marketing on the comics, it was like everybody just. They just love the name, you know what I mean? It's spelled incorrectly, but y'all know what it's saying, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's saying concrete, but um, the team, bro, like, like I don't know. I joke with people sometimes. So I think that, you know, bringing people together is like my superpower, you know what I mean? Because I'm a real uh, state of myself kind of guy. I would love to just stay in the shadows. Like when I was just focusing on being a producer, I idolized like Dr. Dre and Timberland. I just wanted to be behind the scenes, but everything in my life always pushes me to the front of the line to be like the person leading the charge. So everything I want to do, I'm never allowed to do because it's like if I don't do this, it's not going to get done. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So, so when I when I started putting out my character, just promoting it without knowing what I was doing, it started attracting other people that were doing the same thing, and that's when I found out there was a big indie. Uh, indie black community for comic books and that's when i started finding other writers and other people doing the same thing and you know Con Con comics kind of is like a record label because it's the house and then there's other creators like myself that had a character that are just looking for a home to be independent in that can help push their brand out and that's basically what concrete comics is so okay when I, when I was just promoting myself i met a lot of like-minded individuals and they they turned into brothers and family and now we move like we we joke and call ourselves the wu-tang of comics because it's it's literally like 13 of us you only see like five but it's a lot of us here you know what i mean and even yeah. that's, 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 that's what i was saying like I, I was watching y'all right. online i said yo they, they move they move like no limit they're like a record label but like, yeah, they're talking about comics yeah like i think that's pretty dope he said the west fire right. but um let me ask you a question about the process. What is the most difficult process in like taking something in your head and putting it, you know, out, out in the um, you know, in the world? Is it is it the writing? Is it the the art? Is it the um, the marketing? I know all of it takes work. But what would you say is the most difficult piece? Or what's the piece that starts first? So I'll say, I'll say that is putting it out there isn't hard when you don't care about what people think. You know what I'm saying? And, okay. you know, being, being from Philly, y'all know how the music scene is out here. So yeah. being from the outer skirts of Philly, it's even harder to get accepted in Philly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yep. Just being from the county, you're already looked as like, okay, both from the suburbs or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we always, where I'm from, we always feel like we got to go extra hard to, to always prove. So just me putting myself out there really it's not even a thought because I know um, no one's going to know who I am if I don't do it. So, and if I'm, if I'm making something, I'm not making something to just sit in my, my closet. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm making this to put it out there and potentially change somebody else's life and possibly make some money from it. Um, so the hardest part of creation or just getting started would literally be just getting started, like making your schedule, you know what I mean? Knowing how, like setting deadlines and meeting deadlines because um that's the one thing a lot of people in both genres from music to to comic books is people sometimes don't give themselves deadlines and they just wind up just taking months to do something that you could have done in, in two weeks you know what i'm saying gotcha. so I, I guess just making a plan is the hardest part and sticking to the plan
Got you. So when you were coming up, um, you talked about, you know, um, liking comics, but then you got into sports for a while, whatever. What was your thing? Like, what was your favorite cartoon comic or whatever? Like, what was your thing when you were younger? Oh, when I was younger, bro. Well, you know, I'm born in 85. So when I was around five years old, you know, there was nothing bigger than the Ninja Turtles, man. So <laughs> like in, in 89, 90. Yeah, they was the thing. So like, yeah. that was that was kind of the 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 uh the bridge, but not till I got in this business that I found out Ninja Turtles started as a comic book company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they started just like this, and then they just somebody saw uh that they was dope, and that's how they got the toy deal and and the movie deal, and then they just blew up. You know what I'm saying? The so. thing about that is, is I, I read a story about it before, how the guy was um thinking, he was inspired by Walt Disney and, and Mickey Mouse. And mm -hmm. he wanted to, like, be over the top. So he created, like, a bunch of teenage turtles that, like, were ninjas but loved pizza and were led by a rat. Like, if someone comes to you and tries to tell you that story, you're like, what are you talking about? But somehow yeah. they found a way to make it work. Like, but just <laughs> when you hear that pitch, the pitch is like, yeah. you're gonna do what? Yeah. Teenage turtles yeah. that are ninjas. With a white girl sponsor. With a white girl sponsor. But see though, what people forget is that April O'Neil was actually black in the comic books. They changed her in the movies yeah. and stuff like that. But also, um, the Ninja Turtles comic book was like real dark. It was like on some punishment stuff. Fan yes, blood it was. Yeah, it, it was like nobody came and said, "Yo, adjust it to a younger crowd," and he he did it, and that's what it blew up because it. You know, what I mean, turtles won't really, you know, teenage ten Ninja Turtles won't really attract older people like like us yeah. right now. But yeah, a young yeah. kid, the turtles doing karate, it's gonna blow your <laughs> mind. <laughs> So, so what are what are some of the um I know that you currently um have a Kickstarter going. Um tell us about your Kickstarter and some of the projects that you've already completed or what you have going on now. So we actually launched a company last year. Uh 2019 was our first year, and we did a Kickstarter then. And um our first Kickstarter, I mean, I was I was nervous as hell because I didn't know what to expect. You know what I'm saying? I never did no crowdfunding thing, but it was a good business move more so not not necessarily just for the money because um, a lot of people kind of get confused about if that money goes into your pocket it, it really goes to to uh you know package and ship the product and send it to the people and then whatever else you else you got left over that's what goes to you but we launched last year um we had a very successful kickstarter and that kind of propelled us to this moment we had our first book signing at amalgam comics in philly in February, right before the quarantine popped off this year. And um, we got issue one comic books out of uh, three three characters, Acolyte, Odina, and Absolver. And this Kickstarter is to um, promote the second books that's coming out of those characters. And we just added one new one. And we got some new shirts. We got some new merchandise. We got some, um, some opportunities for us to produce uh, like a, a, a six page comic book for you if you purchase that that tier but th that's pretty much what the goal is right now man just just um you know just trying to raise more money behind the brand so we can do more things so you currently have three books out of three separate characters volume one those are already out in the streets now those so, are out on the website at conquercomics.com and now we're dropping the next volume of those 
They're now, done. Uh, so, get them in the hands. So my question is, um, so if people want to buy the, the volume ones right now, um, is that a physical, digital, or do you have both? Or how's how's that work? You can get it physical and digital. Okay. And depending on what city you in, we might be in a comic book in that a comic book store in that city. Um, okay. I know right now we're in Philly and we're in Atlanta right now. Dope. That's dope. Working on that's, dope. that's dope. That's yeah. dope, man. Definitely, I, I'm gonna definitely support and go get all the volume one so I can read them. Cause I, I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a graphic novel fan. But um, oh yeah, man, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, I am. Um, with that being said, but let me ask you a question about like getting this whole whole business started. You know, you talked about your background in music and then like making the transition over here to comics. What has been the biggest hurdle? That you've had to overcome as someone in business um to, to get to the point where you have a physical product that's out on the streets and you have people now um supporting what you do what's the biggest hurdle you've had well the biggest hurdle really would be um man this it's hard because you know i don't i don't really look at hurdles man i just look at it as something well i guess it is a hurdle because it's just something i got to jump over right but um yeah I would say the biggest obstacle is getting past the people that try to throw the doubts in your ear about what you can't do and don't do it this way. It won't work or that way. You know what I'm saying? When I first started, it was a lot of people telling me what I had to do, not listening to what I wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? So if I had listened to a lot of people that had said I couldn't do certain things, I wouldn't be uh, where I am right now. You know what I mean? So. Just just being able to find people that are like minded like you and that really believe that that are really going to put the um, the spirit in you to be the best you and not project their fears onto you. Was, was yeah. one of the biggest oh, that's a bar. Yeah, man, that's definitely a bar. I, I mean, you know, and, and, and I love what you guys do, because I love when I see our people in spaces that we generally aren't in. Right. So, right. you know. I, I like because I like for the youth to understand that there's so many ways out here that you can live your dreams. If you're in the comic books or cartoons, like yo, we can make them too. You know what I mean? Like we can do anything that we want to do, and I, and and it's dope. And like I said, just looking at some of your your uh, your art and everything is like this is top notch. Like it's it's dope. It's dope, man. So um, congrats to you for even getting to where you are now, man. And we know that you're going to become even bigger. Um, you know, hopefully down the line we'll, you'll have movies and cartoons in the whole nine. You know what I'm saying? Right, that's what right, we're gonna right. we're gonna we're gonna put that out there tonight. You know what I'm saying? But um, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. So listen, um, you talked about the turtles, right? What right. has been your biggest? What has been your biggest inspiration? If if it's not that, maybe it is that. What has been your biggest inspiration? Um, in building your brand and your business, like, is it any other uh, artists out there that have inspired you? Is it a book? Is is it the turtles, other graphic novels? What has been your biggest inspiration? Well, first, I would say my biggest inspiration was always my mom and my dad. Um, my dad has always taught me to be just super independent. I remember, like, when I when I first started, you know, doing music, in my mind, I was like, I gotta find a manager. I gotta find a manager. I gotta find a manager. And my dad was like, You don't need a manager. Whatever you want to do, just plan it and do it. Never since then, you know, I never had a manager. I just did, I just did what I needed to do. I, I found a way to do it. So, um, pops was always pops was always like super independent, and I think that's kind of why I'm the way I am. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be owned. 
I don't want to I don't want to put concrete comics in Marvel or DC. I want to be the next DC or Marvel. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to I don't want to be a bunny nobody. I want to create my own. And that's kind of what my whole my whole uh, vibe is about. So Pops is definitely that. And then I look at people like I really look at um I really look at Master P a lot. You know, not I was never a big music fan of his, but just just the overall hustle of like everything he does, like just making the potato chips, seeing those in our in our in our neighborhood all all my life. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. just seeing how he thrives throughout the decades. You know what I mean? He's he he's been around since I was <laughs> I was in elementary, and he's still around right now. I'm in my thirties now. And he's still doing the same thing, making a way for himself, giving opportunities to people and, and jumping into different genres and just being successful. Like more than I see these other moguls, like I look at all of them. I look at 50, I look at I look at Jay-Z, I look at all those guys, but it's something different about Master P. You know what I'm saying? Like he just he moves in a way that's so unorthodox, and I don't think people will understand it until he stops doing it. Interesting, man. That's interesting. You talked a lot um, within this conversation about independence and you kind of answered this question because that was my next question. Um, do you always want to keep concrete its own brand? Like, is that, that that's your goal? Your goal is to be completely independent the whole ride. Yeah, yeah. like whatever comes our way, it got to make sense. But if I can remain in control um, of my destiny, that's definitely what I would do. You know what I mean? I tell, you know, people, sometimes people come up to our, our tables and ask us questions about, you know, a lot of people wanting to get in this business. They're always asking about money, 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 money. And this is a, a losing money business. You know, we pay for everything we put out then we sell it for way less. You know what I'm saying? So like, like if people knew how much a comic book costs, they wouldn't, they wouldn't, you know, do it. But that's my point is that it's about the love of what you do. If you love what you do, Money really doesn't matter. And money is the bonus if it comes, you know what I'm saying? So I, I literally love making comic books. If no one read my books, I would still make comic books. <laughs> I mean, if I was selling it to five people, I, I would sell to five people, you know? I, I just see, love doing it. Yeah, that volume business. It's a volume business. You gotta if, if you wanna do if you wanna actually yeah. make any money, you gotta you gotta create volume around. Which volume sell a lot, and then you hope to get like a toy deal or a movie deal. Yeah. That's that's when you you get money because if you you, you notice like Marvel, yeah, because you know like Marvel sold their property to like uh, DC and all these other places because they were going bankrupt with just comic books. But once they got into movies, now they're pumping out comic books every other week. It's a new one. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, new comics coming out every day, but. That's, that's kind of the goal, man. You know, do what we do and then try to get an animation deal or something like that. But, you know? but that's what I was going to say. When you when you do things for the love, the money will come anyway, right? So your approach is already, to me, the successful approach. When you don't go at something strictly for the money, guess what happens? You Somehow somehow the money comes to you. Um, you know, Corey and I wrote a book, right? So we, we uh, wrote a book called Own Your Time and Space. And for the folks out there who may have not got our book as of yet. And if you're watching the video, you see it right there on your time and space. But the reason I say that is because it is. I'm definitely getting that book. Oh yeah, I got you. Don't even worry about that. But the reason I was showing that is because it is. Um, 
the first time I saw someone like reading and giving a review for our book, like it was like the most amazing feeling, right? So I, I've written two books thus far, but when when you see someone read your work and give you a, a positive feedback, that feeling is indescribable. I want to know is it the same with a gra- like a graphic novel? When you see someone read your work and tell you how good it is, like what is that feeling like um in that space? Um, I'll tell you, to be honest, man, the first surreal feeling was when you when I when you hold the comic book in your hand, you're looking absolutely, at your imagination in, in physical form. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like imagination in physical form is like mind blowing, man. And um, but the thing that really caught me is that I was at a Comic Con and um I seen a little boy one time, he had to be about nine. Maybe nine, something like that. And he came to our table and his eyes were huge. And I was like, dang. So I thought about it. I said, yo, you know what? My character, Acolyte, you know what? I'm going to grab the book for you. Show you real quick. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So my character, Acolyte, this image is going to be as powerful as the image of Superman was to me when I was young, but to a little black kid. He, This is his Superman right now. You know what I'm saying? This is yep. the first introduction into the superhero world and it's a black comic that um that you know it, is it, it potentially could have changed his life and led him on a path to to being somebody like me and beyond that you know what i mean that's so, amazing that's amazing and do me a favor hold that back up again for the folks watching the video i just want you to see the quality of his art because like i said yeah, this is top notch this is Mike. dc level, level stuff like that is fire like the the it's art the art is just yeah, the art and logos and everything are just top notch. So, and for those listening to the audio, you might want to um go to our YouTube channel and just take a look at this yeah. art because Jeez. the brother, this brother right here, is putting out quality product, man. And and you know, if you have kids or anyone, or even as an adult, man, listen, this this is someone that looks like us that's that's putting out you know Marvel and DC level work, man. So, just salute to you for that, man, because you know I've seen sure, other bro. independent, I've seen other independent comics. And sometimes their product looks independent. And I know, I mean, you know, you know what I, you know what I mean when I say that. Um, but your quality is just fire, man. It's just fire, man. So listen, um, what's what's the future? Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Listen, your work speaks for itself. What's the future for uh for Concrete? Um, your organization, your company. Um, you talked about the you know the books that you got now on um, Volume Twos, and you also what's the new uh the new character you've introduced? What's the new character? His name is Andy Starboy from um, my man Daniel DiCalvo created that one, and he has he has a dope origin story. Like you know, he he's a foreign exchange student from Cuba, man. He came up here with a dream um, to work for a comic book company, and he ran into me on Facebook. He pitched me a character, and now he's a he, he's about to be a published uh, comic book writer in his first year in the states, just up here by himself in college. Wow! Man. Wow! Wow, that's so crazy. Like every person in concrete has like one of those type of stories, man, where it's like they didn't think they would be doing this and now we're just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That's 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 amazing, man. Um, so um my question is what's the future look like? I mean, I mean, it sounds to me like you want to expand in terms of like you know, animation, more product and things of that nature. Um is that your future? Is there anything else that you know that you haven't told us about what you're working on or, or want to work on? Well, we definitely definitely are um 
getting into the animation realm. We want to get into the video game realm. And um, I've been seeing a lot of blue blue checks show up on our Instagram accounts with them likes lately. So I don't know, man. You know, never know. Who <laughs> <I'm watching. laughs> never, never know. But yeah, I want to. I really do want to branch this out, but I also want to take it slow because a lot of people they bypass some of the business side and the legal side. So a lot of the hesitation is making sure we're secured when we start reaching out to people because somebody with the right, you know, money can just come and swoop you up if you're not right. You know what I'm saying? Understood. So, totally get that. And that, that's that's a great point right there because that that's in every business you're in. Make sure your paperwork is right. Make sure you're handling your business. Sometimes it might even slow up how fast you can grow or, or but at the end of the day, that's what's important because you don't want to lose any of your um your, your IP. Um, you don't want to lose <laughs> in our world, you don't want to lose your your real property, like your 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 land and things of that nature. You gotta always make sure your paperwork is straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Man. Yeah, man. So man, Corey, you got any questions for the brother Lonzo, man? I do. So um from beginning to end, when you're doing a project and you were talking about project management, how how do you set the structure from beginning to end to, to make your project work? Well, so me me personally, um, everybody has different ways, you know, what, what makes them work. Some people can work chaotically and just do everything, you know what I'm saying, all at the same time. But me, I, I make stages for myself, you know. Stage one, I got to write the script. Once I write the script, I get me in uh, a trusted editor, which is my man, Daniel DiCavo, that got the character Andy Starboy. He's actually the editor-in-chief of Concrete Comics now. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so dope. He, he edits all of my comics. So when I write them up, we sit, we plan it, we talk about it. Things come out, things go in. And once once I'm happy, then we, then we move to the artist. So then I get my artist, I give him the script, then we watch that for, for uh, as long as it takes to, uh, you know, finish the artwork. Then it goes to a colorist that comes and color the artwork. That's a whole nother stage. Then it comes back to me where I put the letters on the comic. And then after that, me and the editor again, go over the whole comic book, make sure it's punctuated right. And um, after you get all that done, you feel like you finalized on that. That's when the packaging comes in. We do the cover and, the inside stuff, you know what I'm saying? The the back of the book, little ad pages, put all that stuff in there too. And I definitely got to highlight y'all about an ad page, man. I got to get y'all in here. You Absolutely, sure. Well, yeah, we gonna do it. We got you. But, but yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of my process of how it makes me me feel comfortable. You know what I'm saying? I don't like being scattered. I like I like knowing where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's dope, man. I, I yeah. hope people are like, like really paying attention because you're giving a lot of gems out there and um also just a lot of inspiration in terms of like you know being in a space you're in though. Yeah, man. So Corey, you got anything else, good brother? Yeah, no, he you know when when you when you again like I think it's genius that you went from where you started to where you are and again a, another young person on our show going out and getting it and doing the things like we've had some very young people come on our show that's really out here doing big things man and so not we we, we like to show diversity um in age and 
in in the things that people do. Like, there's no diversity in who we bring on to our show because we we bring on black folks and we want to show black folks doing major things. But the diversity that we show is in the age and in the actual things that y'all do. But y'all all got a common thread is which y'all go get it. Every single person that we have on here. They, they, y'all just go get it. Y'all like Randy yeah. Moss in his prime. Like y'all just really just go. Get it. <laughs> no, like, no, that's a great point. That's yeah. a great point because one of the things I'll take from this is like his whole story. He wasn't like so. I sat back and did research. He like no, I went and grabbed this. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had an idea. I pulled up at Comic Con with my CDs. Like you know what I'm saying? Like your whole thing right. was about action. So that's the one thing yeah. I'll take from your story is that you know what I mean you you were always about the action and also the independence. So action and independence. Okay. Is what rings through throughout this uh this interview with me, man. But sure. I, I think you're amazing, man. And um, you know, I mean, salute to you as well as your team because you have a whole team behind you, um, right, and, and right. you guys out there doing out there doing amazing work, man. So we want to make sure that you know we show what you got going on, man. And we will put the links to um you know your Kickstarter as well as just your site so people can actually support you, and um you know support support a brother that's out there creating the, you know the next Marvel DC, but it's gonna be someone that looks like us. It's gonna be our Marvel, our DC is gonna yes. be Concrete yeah. Comics, man. So that's what we about, man. So um I just want to say thank you for your time, Lonzo. We definitely appreciate you. Um and we will be talking because we want to definitely do what we can to work with you and also support you in any way we can. Bro, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I definitely have um seen a couple of your shows, and I, I actually first saw you guys on Head Nerds in Charge, and I was kind of blown away by what you guys are talking about. So I've actually been following your page since then. So it's, it's dope that, that, you know what I mean? I I got to come on here and talk some of this goodness, you know what I mean, with some people <laughs> that really want to put it out. Yeah, yeah. The people that appreciate look like that, us. man. Yeah, and, and salute to Kurt, man, for um, having us on there, man. Because like I said, we like to network and build with people. And, you know, before Rona, we was out in these streets, like, you know, doing our work. So we uh, definitely, you know, stopped through Head in Charge. Um, But salute to Kurt and his whole team over there as well, because they're also doing amazing work. But, um, oh, yeah. again, yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, that, that's dope that we got a chance to, like, bring you on and talk about what you're doing. Because I think it's important for people to see that we're in this space and we can create, like, not create, but create top-notch high-level stuff and for those that saw you can see just looking through the screen the level of that um that artwork or what have you. yeah yeah like yeah hold it up again i want to make sure that I, I focus on that because that is amazing man like yeah, you know and open up a little bit show a couple pages of the inside because it's it's, it's top-notch man that's that art is top-notch yeah man so yeah man i appreciate you lonzo man and, and to the folks that, out there man. Yeah, make sure you guys share this episode. Um, make sure you leave us feedback, leave some comments, tell us how you feel about it. Um, you know, make sure you support what he's got going on. Um, for all of our folks, we appreciate all the support you have given us, and we want to tell you to hey, look, go support Lonzo too. Let's let's build our own Marvel in DC with this brother right here, man. Um, and listen, um, you know, Straight leave up. us some feedback. That's all I want to say, man. And for the folks out there, as we always say, it's not about how much money you make, it's about how much you keep. Game elevates, and we shall see y'all in the next episode. Peace.